When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome in TFA fam to yet another edition of Trends and Reactions. I'm Nate Henry, and I'm here to give you a little nugget from each of the 15 games we've seen so far in week five. Rams versus Seahawks. Tyler Lockett is the opposite of NBA Jam on fire as he posts his third straight stinker. But it should be noted that he was essentially tackled on a 50-yard pass. That was obvious pass interference, and he nearly caught it anyway. Also, Lockett had a touchdown called back on a holding call, and the play where Russell Wilson hurt his finger, it was just overthrown on a deep bomb. After Wilson was hurt, Geno Smith targeted Metcalf and Lockett four times each, so there's no clear preference from the new Seahawks quarterback. Still, Lockett clearly takes a downgrade with Smith because three of those four Geno Smith targets were short passes contrasted with the deep bombs he was consistently seeing from Wilson. Jeff beat Falcons. Kyle Pitts finally showed out. It was a bit out of necessity as neither Russell Gage nor Calvin Ridley played in London. Still, Pitts had a strong day and I thought he separated decently. We'll have to see if he can sustain it when Ridley and Gage both play, but all the peripheral numbers we saw from before this London game suggest that he will. I think I'm starting to come around on Pitts. Patriots versus Texans. This was an awful game, so there's not a ton to learn here, especially considering that there aren't many fantasy-relevant players. The Patriots showed their hand a little bit, as it's clear that Brandon Bolton has the James White replacement job, and Ramondre Stevenson will handcuff Damian Harris's role. Sounds like Harris is going to be okay injury-wise, so I'm not adding Stevenson. Also, Harris's role is pretty gross as is, and he doesn't catch passes, and yeah, I know he almost had a giant game by scoring two touchdowns, and he didn't because he fumbled at like the one-inch line. But still, he has to get those touchdowns to be viable. Lions v. Vikings. All right, I saw glimpses of an Amon Ross St. Brown breakout in week four, and I almost mentioned it in last week's video. Maybe I did you a disservice because week five led to a pretty decent performance from St. Brown. Most routes run on the team, most targets, and a seven-catch, 65-yard performance. And now Quintus Cephas is injured. So St. Brown has a pretty clear path to playing time. I think he's a sneaky ad for cheap on an offense that I know it leaves a lot to be desired, but it is competitive when they're not turning the ball over. Eagles v. Panthers. The Eagles figured something out with their pass rush in this one as they pressured Sam Darnold on 57% of his dropbacks. That lack of time to pass hurt all the pass catchers, including DJ Moore, Anderson, and of course the passer, Sam Darnold. Saints versus the Washington football team. If Antonio Gibson is playing hurt, I saw no signs of it. He played 57% of the snaps, saw 20 carries in a game where Washington almost exclusively trailed, and add in 18 routes run, and you have a pretty typical work day for Gibson. Now, New Orleans is a strong run defense, so I'm not going to view that lack of efficiency as an indicator of injury, at least not in my opinion. 
I'm not sure you can say he looked explosive, but he did score on two of his four green zone carries. I, I think this is a good sign generally. Titans versus Jaguars. I was mostly watching A.J. Brown in his return to action. He looked fine, and he was one yard from scoring a touchdown on a crossing route. I don't think Brown played his usual amount, as they seem to limit his run blocking on those 29 Derrick Henry carries. I know five targets doesn't feel like a lot, but it's still 23% in this game. This game was never in doubt, so the Titans throwing only 22 passes is somewhat expected. I guess I'm not panicking, especially when the Tennessee defense looks rough. The Titans will get in some shootouts where they'll need to rely on their more talented wide receivers more. The breakout game is coming. Dolphins versus Buccaneers. Well, just when I think Miles Gaskin role has been relegated, he goes and dominates snaps, routes, targets, and carries. Although five of a total nine carries isn't exactly the type of workload you'd expect when I say dominate. It's my belief that Miami just knew they weren't going to be able to run the ball on Tampa's acclaimed run defense and just didn't try. Malcolm Brown is their primary ground game player, so his role was reduced, I think, as just part of this game plan versus Tampa. I think that makes Gaskins an obvious sell. Packers versus Bengals. Devontae Adams' target share is insane. For the year, it's 37%, and for this game, it was 46%. Generally, between Adams and the running backs, they account for like 70% of the target share. I just don't think there's room for a secondary pass catcher in this offense, and that includes Robert Tunyon. Personally, I would drop Tunyon for someone like Dalton Schultz or Dawson Knox and maybe even Dan Arnold, who saw 10 targets the last two weeks after being traded. Broncos versus Steelers. The Pittsburgh offensive line played significantly better in this game, as reflected by 146 yards on the ground and only a 34% pressure rate, which I think is a season low. The Denver pass rush has not been elite this year, but it's still, still the improvement from Pittsburgh is notable, at least against a very good pass rusher in Von Miller. Ben's passing numbers were a bit inflated thanks to a leverage penalty on a Pittsburgh field goal attempt which allowed him to extend a drive and throw his second passing touchdown of the, get, the day to chase Claypool. These are baby steps for Pittsburgh, but the offensive pieces are there if they can just keep Ben upright. Bears versus Raiders. The Bears continue to baby Justin Fields as they ran the ball way more than they passed it for the second week in a row. The passes he does throw are mostly short passes, often curl routes, and his accuracy has left wanting more. He had three runs, but it only led to four yards, and these plays did not look particularly well designed to me. Also, we're looking at a full timeshare in Chicago with Montgomery injured. We expected Damian Williams to lead the backfield, but rookie Khalil Herbert actually carried the ball two more times and played three more snaps than Williams. However, it was Williams who ran more routes, saw more targets, and got three green zone carries to Herbert's one. Williams looked more dynamic to me and clearly has a better role. Perhaps the thigh bruise had something to do with the playing time, but Williams unfortunately does not initially appear to be the full Montgomery handcuff. Browns versus Chargers. David Njoku made his mark on this game, but I'm not rushing out to add him on the waiver wire. Njoku did most of his damage on a 71-yard reception that turned into a touchdown. Now, I've told you before that it's lazy analysis to say, if you took this one play away, blah, 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 blah. But here it may actually apply, because his long touchdown scoring play was not some amazing individual effort. 
Instead, Chargers safety Nasir Adderley dreadfully missed the tackle at the 45-yard line on this play. Adderley had Njoku dead to rights and just sort of weakly dove at him. It wasn't even a tackle attempt. Adderley just kind of fell in Njoku. No arms, no nothing. So, yeah, I think a normal professional-level tackling attempt would have resulted in a mere 15-yard gain, not the 14.1 fantasy point play that resulted. Furthermore, I just generally don't trust any passing game weapons in Cleveland, especially not a tight end running fewer routes than Austin Hooper. Sure, seven targets is nice, but the increased passing game usage was a direct result of a 47-42 shootout, which is not Cleveland's normal or preferred manner of play. Giants beat Cowboys. Basically, all the skilled players in New York are hurt, or got hurt in this one. And Dallas's offense didn't really do anything surprising. I guess the thing you can note is Kadarius Tony had a heck of a game, although mostly after Kenny Galladay got hurt. Still, 13 targets and 189 yards, it's amazing. It's worth remembering that Sterling Shepard and Darius Slayton are already hurt, but there's just no way this performance goes unrewarded. I think he'll be a factor this fantasy season. 49ers versus Cardinals. All right, first and foremost, you're probably wondering what I thought of Trey Lance's first start. Generally, I liked what I saw from a fantasy perspective. He's got a big arm. He pushes the ball down the field, and I thought he threw some good passes. You love the 10.0 average up to target, and you love the 16 carries for 89 yards. However, he overthrew a few intended targets on some critical passes. One ended in an interception, and several others ended drives. So there needs to be improvement if he's going to provide those monster games. Otherwise, he just can't sustain the offense and keep them on the field. Secondly, Elijah Mitchell is clearly the preferred running back in San Francisco. Trey Sermon only played two total snaps and saw only one carry. And I think all of that happened only in the fourth quarter. Mitchell was pretty good, but he oddly didn't see a green zone carry. Not that San Francisco was in the green zone a lot. Their one trip to the goal line was sort of an odd four-play sequence involving two attempted passes and two Trey Lance-designed runs. Playing Mitchell raises some concerns because San Francisco might want to go this Cam Newton route at the goal line, meaning the quarterback scores the majority of the goal line touchdowns. Also, there were several plays where San Francisco opted not to play any running back at all because the play was designed for Trey Lance to run, and there were a couple design plays for Debo to take a handle. Still, we know that running backs paired with mobile quarterbacks frequently benefit. So I still see optimism here. Bills versus Chiefs. Dawson Knox had a stat line similar to David and Joku, but the peripheral numbers all suggest the complete opposite conclusion. His 2021 season feels a lot like Robert Cunyon's 2020 season. He's scoring touchdowns at an unsustainable pace. But there's almost no reason to believe it will stop because Buffalo's offense is so good. Knox played the most snaps of any skill player and read the second most routes behind only Emmanuel Sanders. And he's running deep routes. If he's available, get him. But you should have got him last week when I told you. Bonus impression. I was surprised to see PFF listed Mahomes as under pressure only 25% of the time. Watching the game, it felt like a lot more. Mahomes had to take like eight scrambles, and I don't believe any of them were designed runs. Some of Mahomes' struggles in this game stem from that pressure. 
The KC O-line, I guess, is still a work in progress, or at least it would seem that way, and probably a significant reason why they're two and three. All right, thanks everyone for watching. Again, I'm Nate Henry. Hope you enjoyed the video. Now go win some fantasy championships. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.